Welcome to another episode of Base News Network. I am Punk Revolution Now here with Joan of Arca. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. Hope you all are having a wonderful weekend. Super Bowl Sunday thing is today. I don't know if anybody here is going to watch it. But oh yeah, by the time this episode's out. Um, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too addicted to the news to turn the Super Bowl on. I have more important things to funk to do, like reading, um, like reading CNN to yeah to turn on the to turn on the football game. NPR, NPR, CNN, and Base News Network, which brings us to today's news. We have some pretty heavy things in the news today. We try to we try to sp- spice the news up a little bit with a little less intense things, but. Unfortunately, you know, the big thing in the news this week is one of the most, um, you know, horrific natural disasters probably of the 21st century so far with the with the earthquake in Turkey. Every time we check the, the news, the, the official death toll seems to get higher and higher. Um, now, right now, today we're seeing it at over 30,000. But, you know, frankly, this is, um, you know, this is an earthquake that was very, very large across... Um, southern turkey and, and and northern syria i've read that you know the the actually you know we're seeing the the official death count we're seeing right now is is people who have been confirmed to have died in the disaster but we know for a fact right now that there are you know hundreds of thousands of people who are homeless millions of people who are affected and probably still you know maybe upwards of 100 or 200,000 people who are still trapped under the rubble um so sad to say that the already incredibly high death toll of over 30,000 people is probably, you know, going to go higher, unfortunately, in a, in a region yeah. that obviously northern Syria and Syria is a country that's already seen countless amounts of disasters and, and suffering in the past violence. decade. So, yeah, violence. Um, so pretty horrific. There's really no other way to put it. Um Sophie, I know you have been, I'm sure everybody has been seeing, you know, lots of just countless terrifying clips on Twitter and across the internet of, um... Yeah, yeah, I have, and it's, it's really difficult to look away from that stuff, because it's, I don't know, I guess, like, being American, it's, it's very hard, well, not that natural disasters don't happen in America, but... I've luckily avoided most of 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 this sort of thing in my own life. Like I I don't live places where there are hurricanes or really or earthquakes or you know. And I know the the infrastructure in the United States is much better equipped to handle this sort of thing. But um, luckily in my life, I haven't witnessed like a natural disaster like this. So to to see videos and imagery of this stuff happening in real time is like extremely disturbing and uh, um i don't know sobering i guess i don't know yeah no it's it's like it's almost it feels almost like impossible to to kind of wrap your head around the amount of suffering that just like in an instant a meet like boom out of nowhere you know like for example you and i have been it's unbelievable yeah like you and i have been following you know the news for like the past year with the the ukraine war uh the war in ukraine and the death the 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 death toll in the that conflict is not totally certain yet but it could be around two hundred thousand. and this is a year that we've been kind of gradually seeing one terrible event after the other over a course of a year and it's been really slow and painful and this you know this earthquake assuming there really is you know two hundred thousand people again that's an estimate we don't know yet but even just with the thirty thousand we know for you know now it's just like boom it's just like in a few days the amount of suffering and pain in this you know horrible ukraine war all of a sudden just like out of nowhere boom in an instant all in one region of turkey northern syria it's like unfathomable i know i know it's horrible i do want to make a comment too that i've been trying to you know read a lot of um what some like turkish commentators are saying about this and you know i obviously am not an expert on on turkish politics but what i've what i have read is that in 1999 there was a a a very large earthquake in turkey that killed upwards of 40,000 people and after 1999, wow. there were laws passed 
that tried to enforce stricter regulations on construction companies to to make sure they were actually properly putting in place the 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 earthquake protections um turkey and syria being in an extremely vulnerable location for earthquakes oh wait oh are you there, there sophie sorry yeah i'm there all right, sorry. My, my, for whatever reason, um, I said I said Syria and fucking and Siri started talking and it confused me for a second. Oh Anyways, no! Yeah, it's like, come on, we're we're this is not the time. We're talking about Syria. Anyways, um, so yeah, so what what I was reading was that you know again, like I'm not an expert of Turkey politics. Was that this has been a known issue in Turkey that has been like everyone's like lots of people. You can find plenty of articles before this earthquake of people saying like. Turkey has a serious infrastructure problem. It's very vulnerable to earthquakes. And a lot of people have been pointing at the the president of Turkey, Erdogan, who has been a major political figure in Turkey for a couple decades now. Um, as, you know, lots of people have... One major criticism of Erdogan's government is that it's consolidated a lot of power into the hands of Erdogan and, like, basically his, his elite... Uh, I guess almost like oligarchy of people within his party. And along with that, a lot of people have, have, have accused going hand in hand with that consolidation of power has been an expansion of corruption in Turkey with these construction companies um, not really needing to follow the law and, and functioning more so like a mafia. Um, as, as a part of that, um, I guess, political dysfunction in Turkey. And like I said, I am not by any means a, a Turkey political expert, but I think the, I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty sound argument that if in 1999, there was a major earthquake and there's been lots of people who have been raising concerns that Turkey is in a very vulnerable spot for earthquakes. You know, it, having a major earthquake like this, it's a big earthquake, but you know, like, like you were saying, if it happened in California, the death toll and destruction would be much, much, way, way more minimal compared to what happened in Turkey, given the, the uh, you know, just entire build, like huge buildings just collapsing. Like it's unbelievable, yeah. the footage in Turkey. So yeah. that's what I've been reading. Um, yeah, I know it's heavy stuff. Uh, you know, I, and, you know, and then of course the, the, I don't want to forget the the obviously the the many victims in in Syria as well, which is right. you know I can't. It's like if there's a god, you know, what I the know, hell is that's why what I why is too. like why is this one read like it's just unfathom like Syria would already just I, be I, like you know Syria has already gone through unfathomable um, sorry unfathomable pain and suffering and. It's so cruel. It feels so cruel and un unfair. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was reading um, that there was like these like German support, you know, international like support, like tr who tried to go into like North Syria to provide aid. Um, and they had to leave because when they was there, there was like, you know, gunfire going off because there's there is a, a, a civil war still going on in Syria. It's still going on. People don't, you know, it's it's kind of. I think ever since the United States has kind of, for the most part, I think maybe even totally abandoned their effort to, to support the rebel groups in Syria, it doesn't seem to be in the news in the United States as much as often. But the, the, the civil war is still going on, so it's like, I, I can't even imagine an ongoing civil war been going on for over a decade, massive amounts of poverty, massive amounts of violence, and then you add just yeah. like a horrendous earthquake on top of it. It's just unbelievable. I, I can't even imagine witnessing all of that. Yeah, yeah. And one other thing, too, to keep an eye on, too, as we kind of watch this story unravel, um, you know, obviously I encourage, by the way, you know, I, I want everyone, I, I encourage everyone to please, like, you know, donate, try to find reliable local organizations you can donate to support because right now there's many people who are homeless and it's really cold in Turkey right now. But what I was going to say is one thing to keep an eye on is the, the upcoming election in Turkey. So Erdogan, the president is up for reelection. Uh, his odds of winning are already, you know, it's already was looking to be a competitive race. And then like I kind of mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, 
it does seem like a lot of criticism is being directed at his government for this being a failure of preventing, frankly, the inevitable that there was going to be another big earthquake in the region and there's no preparation with infrastructure to, to make sure that these regions would be safe. Um, and, you know, a big part of this, too, I think is important to know is on the day of the earthquake, Turkey's government blocked access for users to go on Twitter. Oh, um, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh is outrageous. Oh, my God. I didn't even... Oh, I forgot about... Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. So that was on the same day? Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh it was the... Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. And, the, I, you know, it seems like the thought process was that, like, the gov- the Turkish government didn't want people to know how bad the situation was. Um. But, in, you know, in practice, what this is doing is this is eliminating a channel of communication. You could be trapped under the rubble. Maybe your cell phone connection, you know, to, to, to the networks oh doesn't God, work. Oh, my God, that's right. And you need to, but you have Wi-Fi and you, you want to use Twitter to DM someone or post a picture of where you oh are. Oh, my gosh. That's just, a, you know, that is a policy move right there that is just unbelievably evil. Um, I, Wow. So Erdogan is obviously trying to, t- you know, trying to turn this crisis into an opportunity to make him look like a brave leader who's going to help provide support, rebuild the country. Um, but obviously, also, it's very clear that, um, you know, if you're going to be blocking Twitter because you're scared of people seeing how bad the situation is because you don't want to look bad, well, you're kind of evil. <laughs> You know, and you kind of deserve to lose an yeah, election. So that's horrible. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So yeah. this is awful, and I, I just feel terrible about it. And yeah, rest in peace to all the victims. And yeah. Honestly. I'm so sorry to anyone whose family was affected by this, or friends, yeah. or it's yeah, I'm it's awful. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's Sophie and I have been talking about it all week. Um, you know, I remember when we first saw the headlines, the death toll was like three thousand, you know, or something like that. And I, I remember thought that so was a lot. Yeah, Sophie was like, "What? Three thousand? That is, you know." And then all of a sudden, it's ten thousand, fifteen. 000, now it's thirty thousand, and now we're seeing estimates of over a hundred thousand, maybe two hundred thousand. It's I, just like I can't even conceive of that amount yeah. of people no completely it's just like it's and one those of those are situations just the dead. those are just the dead yeah yeah millions affected hundreds of thousands um homeless in in the cold it's just like horrifying horrifying nightmare horrifying um anyways yeah i i'm down to move on to the next topic because of how like yeah <laughs> you know oh, like we just there's not a lot to say other than it's just traumatizing just to witness, thinking, really. Thinking about it, and I hope, I really hope, that the death toll is lo- lower than the estimate, and that I hope that they're able to recover as quickly as possible. I do want to say, kind of in the in the in the midst of all the chaos and horrible, horrible footage on the internet of this crisis, there are also a lot of, um, you know somewhat i don't want to say heartwarming because it's it's obviously still a crisis at the end of the day there are also a lot of videos out there of people who are going really out of the way to rescue others to support others to provide shelter for others um you know obviously that's a small you know a very 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 small silver lining compared Uh, to the but if you can take comfort in that um yeah, if you're feeling very upset about this, I think that was somewhat helpful to me. Not that I'm yeah. like really uh, like actually affected by this disaster. It's just last night I was like reading up about it and like looking at stuff, and it just really, really upset me. So yeah, yeah. I just yeah, it's awful. It's terrible, oh, man. Um, all right, so I'm down to move on to a significantly less serious topic to kind yeah, of it's still upsetting <laughs> still yeah but it's still kind of upsetting in its own way for sure um which is the video game hogwarts legacy is finally released after 
so much anticipation of the best wizard universe ever, the best video game ever, <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy comes out, and <laughs> it is completely ruined. Mid. Well, mid. I don't know. I'm guessing it's mid. I We're going to say it's it. mid. I haven't played it. I haven't even seen any footage of it online, but we're going to tell you the news that it's mid. The news is that Hogwarts Legacy is mid. Um, obviously, like, how on earth can anyone who has been following what's going on with jk rowling in their right minds like buy and play this game without feeling like shit is i don't understand i have seen look i have seen the the you know the annoying video game streamers and like political commentators all melting down oh boycotts don't work jk rowling's not even gonna get very much money from the video games this is not a good way to help trans people look Probably you're you're probably right, but still, just shut the fuck up because it's how it's just it's a it's it's a freaking Harry Potter video game. Come yeah, exactly. Come on, like how badly do you want to play this game? Like, is it worth sacrificing your morals to play a mid video game? You about- should not be. You should not be playing video games anyways. You should get off your goddamn computer and you should be studying. You should be going to the gym. You should be reading and you should be listening to the news. You shouldn't be. So if you're going to be playing a video game, (laughs) you know, if you're going to be playing a video game, you should already feel ashamed of yourself. But if you're playing a video game and it's Harry Potter related, you should really feel ashamed of yourself because it's it's freaking Harry Potter in 2023. And then you add the, la- the the most important layer, which is J.K. Rowling is just a horrible person. Well, then yeah. just, just screw, go screw yourself. Yeah, no, and if you really, really, really want to play it, there's I'm sure there's a way to pirate it. Yes, you can definitely pirate it. I, I highly encourage. If you, if you, but, you know. but at that point, it's like, really? Like, you want to play this game that bad? Just play Elden Ring instead. I, yeah, exactly. No, literally. It's like Or Mario. Yeah. Like we all we've all seen how horrible JK Rowling has been. And it's like a lot like, of trans people online are really saying like, "Hey, do not play this game. Don't play this game. Don't buy this yeah. game." It's a really upsetting to us. Don't do it, you know? It's like, mm, "I'm going to play the Jeffrey Epstein video game and don't get mad at me because boycotting wouldn't help because Jeffrey Epstein is already dead." It's like, "Okay, well, don't play don't play <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein video game because because it's weird." Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, it's it's really it's just sickening and we talked I think last ep- not last no, two episodes ago, we talked about how how off the deep end jk rowling has gone she's not well i think she's lost her mind and gone down this spiral of um transphobic bigotry and i don't know i just it's it's horrible it's really horrible i don't i don't want to support this woman (laughs) at all yeah if i can help it you know yeah and truthfully even if she didn't get a single dollar from this video game which she is which she is, by the way. She is making money off of it. But even if she wasn't making any money off of it, like, I still would just feel bad playing it. Because, I mean, you know, I don't, I, I, it's like, it just has the such a The whole time bad... I would just, the, I would just be thinking about J.K. Rowling being evil, like, the whole game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I said, like, even if Jeff Jeffrey Epstein wasn't making a dollar off me playing the Jeffrey Epstein role-playing game... I would still feel like shit playing it because I'm pretending to play. I'm playing a game that that has Jeffrey Epstein's face on it, which, by the way, is not a real video game, obviously. But I'm just it's you get my point. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true, it's true. Um, I was gonna say another thing too. Um, but I, I, I'm sorry, I'm like unable to think of it. But I, I don't know. It's just, it's just a very simple thing that you can avoid doing. It's yeah, so easy exactly. to not play this game. Yeah. Yes, it's not gonna it, it's not gonna do a lot to boycott this game, but it's 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 more of a, a display of uh, solidarity for um, your uh, trans friends and you know. Yeah. I don't it, think. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't think any person trans or an ally or anything really thinks that boycotting Harry Potter is going to be the make it or break it. Of trans no, rights. No, but you it's know, a we great all know way to that. send a message, you know, that 
it's a way to send a message and even so it's just a way to stand with your trans friends yeah and exactly not just like it's just so easy it's it's the easiest thing in the world to do is not play this game you know yeah and i saw a lot of criticism online saying like oh my god like bruh like why don't you guys like actually focus on real issues instead of a video game you'd be like much better off and like this is like from cis people and it's just so condescending and it also suggests that people can't be concerned about an issue through multiple channels or or cases if that makes sense right like there are multiple ways to to fight for trans rights and this being this is just a really easy one to do an extremely easy thing you can do but to act like trans people are all like hyper focusing on Harry Potter when they should be doing all these other things is really condescending and not true. Like there are all kinds of people working like in policy and like, other very important through like other very important avenues. But they can also still care about this like video game issue. You can you can care about both things at the same time. We're we're complex people. So I really dislike that argument. I think it's super easy to avoid playing this video game, and it's probably mid anyway. And there's also a transgender character in the game, and it's yeah, it's just it, like like a various. It, I mean, it's it's an obvious uh, attempt to uh, subdue criticism, and it's just I don't know. I just find it pathetic, and just don't play the game. Don't play the game. It's so funny because the the trans character is named Serona Ryan. Oh my god! You know, like there's like this meme on Twitter that like J.K. Rowling names people in her like racist or like very like stereotypical stuff, like Cho Chang and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And the name Serona Ryan obviously has Sir in it. And then the last name Ryan is just like a straight up very masculine, like Ma- yeah. common boy's name. It's like, it's a trans woman named Serona Ryan. So I don't know. It's just like, I mean, obviously that's, def- that's you know. I'm, Sounds I'm, like coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, it's a meme. Like, I don't think that was like intentional. It's just like. No, another. No, it's it's just, just another. It's just not, it's, it's not cutting it, guys. Like. Yeah. It's not enough to like put it like poorly thought out trans character in your game you know yeah um just don't play the game it's that easy go on roblox and play the harry potter roblox game you know i'm gonna be honest though sophie i would really like to play a wednesday video game kyle loves wednesday i don't (laughs) love wednesday i'm just i just i won't lie like i i sometimes i'm watching footage of the hogwarts legacy game and it's like, I'm like it's like it is like Wednesday. The the I remember Wednesday was like basically repackaged Harry Potter. I mean, I feel like the concept of being a teenager at a wizard school and then that being a video game, it's a pretty good concept. It's not it's not good enough to buy in the face of like transphobia. But like just wait if you're if you want to play a game like that, just wait a little bit because I'm sure there's gonna be a Wednesday video game or play, just like play Wizard One O One or something. Play Wizard One O One. Play play um I don't know. There's other there's there's pl- play Lord of the Rings. There's like a million like fantasy games out there, so um that's just my the gamer in me coming out and I I do wanna say too, it does seem unf- like I don't know a lot of this discourse about how I don't know fut- and I know you said this already it's just like a lot of people are saying oh boy- boycotting is dumb and it doesn't anything it's like a lot of this is coming from like very like influential cis male streamers on the internet you know I don't know it's just like it's just it puts a bad taste yeah in it's mouth. like, like it, it's you don't of, have anything to do with this like <laughs> and, and yeah no it's sad like it would be nice to see those people actually like stick up for trans people. Yeah. It's such an easy, it's like such a, such an easy way to show solidarity. It's just don't play, like don't play exactly. a video game. Exactly. Easiest, easiest win ever. And you're just dropping the ball. Anyways, anything else before we, on that before we move on? I don't think so. Just, yeah, just don't play the mid game. Okay, guys, don't play it. 
we're, we were we were judging you on multiple levels of you play. Yeah, yeah, on multiple levels. Emphasis on the multiple levels part. Cause play Mario instead. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! And if you want to play a game like for girls, like go on girlsgogames.com or you know, like if you want to be a feminist. So, I agree. Yeah, don't play it. I agree. So, um, next next thing in the news is that um, the United States government has shot down. Well, we all know that last week they shot down the the, Ch- the Chinese spy balloon, but since then the U.S. government has shot down three more items. Um, one with the one with the request of the Canadian government, Justin Trudeau was like. We have a thing here that we don't know what it is. Please shoot it down. Um, this is really weird because we we know about the we know about the balloon, and I think there was another there was another balloon that was shot down. No, wait. It's confusing because we the thing is is we 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 still don't really know what exactly was shot down in Alaska and Canada. Like these are these are I, yeah. these are things that are that are still you know they're very they're they're very in a very technical objective way unidentified flying objects like these are things that were shot down that they don't know what it was and we don't know what it was. Obviously, the big speculation is that they're more like Chinese spying things, but we're still kind um, of waiting to to get. Was the more Canada one late from Lake Huron, like in over Lake Huron, or does that not touch Canada? No, yeah, there was there was one that was the most recent one was that it was, was that the um, Canada one you're referring to? No, that was so okay, so okay, I got it. So that, there was the there's like more, right? Like So there's been four. So there's been four. There's the Chinese spy balloon in North Carolina or South Carolina, I don't remember. There was one no, in Alaska. The one in, there was one in well, the original one was like in Wyoming, right? That was the same one that was shot down over like it flew all the way across America and then was shot down on the coast of um, oh, North okay. Carolina. Or South okay. Carolina. It was shot down in South Carolina. So that's the first one, the big balloon we all know. The second one was in Alaska, which was shot down. The third down, the third one was um, in the Yukon Territory in Canada. And then the fourth one was over Lake Huron in Michigan. So there's been four total that's been shot down. And we know what the first one was. Yeah. It was a big-ass spy balloon. But the other three we don't know yet. And this is kind of fun because, you know, maybe they're aliens and maybe we're killing aliens now. I know. I saw a lot of stuff about uh, speculating about aliens. Yeah, it's and interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, this. OK, actually, this reminds me of one of our very, very early episodes of this podcast when we talked about a, a report that came out about alien like oh, not alien. Well, UFOs. Remember that? I do remember that. I do remember. Um, do I remember. You I think, think. Do you think that think these the, balloons have anything to do with with previous reports of seeing stuff like that, like weird things in the sky? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, one of the items. So you know, there's so many like conflicting information right now on this. Like we still don't know. But one of the items that one of the pilots shot down this week they said it looked like a flying cylinder that like didn't have any like form of like propellers or anything like that which does sound like to match the description of some of the reports we were hearing last year on the like ufo documents that were released so to me i mean we don't know yet it sounds like it's probably the same object i'm guessing it's not actually an alien i'm guessing it's probably um, some like Chinese drone device or whatever, but it does raise a lot of questions about like, um, yeah, if those were the same things and what the heck is this thing anyways? And, um, yeah, we, we don't know yet. Um, th- these were much smaller. These were like things that are like about the size of a car rather than the yeah. balloon, which is yeah. the size of three, three buses. Um, so hope, can't, can't wait to, can't wait to, to hear more, honestly, on to this learn one. I'm, more. Like, excited. Yeah. Do you think there's any possibility of aliens involved? I'm going to give it like a point 
one percent chance. Damn it! Just kidding. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, I hope so. I, I, Those not, UFOs not, you were excited about before, yeah, they Alaska, just turned think, out to be Chinese spy balloons. I know. I mean, last episode I said that there was like a five percent chance of of them being actual aliens, and now I'm down to point one percent. Now that now that we know that China's it's, trying it's to be depressing. doing things, I know. It's I'm like, sorry, Kyo. F- I'm sorry. I'm still holding. I'm. I hey, you know what? Even if these are just more Chinese drone spy things. I'm still going to hold on to the faith of the UFOs, aliens, visiting. And they were oh, freaking what? aliens. Sophie, one thing Sorry. I also wanted to talk about on this topic um, mm-hmm. was that, so this was something I read in the Washington Post. I don't know how true it is or not, but there's obviously the big question of like, why the heck are all these things being shot down now? Yeah, and yeah. one thing I read was that after the Chinese spy balloon was shot down, um, the U.S. Air Force or whatever, you know, the Pentagon, whoever's monitoring the air to protect us, they apparently realized that, you know, they have like different satellites for or like, you know, radars for detecting things in the air. And they realized that their radar was filtering out objects that were moving really slowly um mm. because they i think they just assumed that like if there was going to be like an attack on the united states it would be like a jet or something like that so they filtered out stuff that was like flying like pretty slowly seems like it's like opening a whole new like can of worms yeah as, as exactly far as, like surveillance and war and- yeah so yeah so it seems like once they shot the balloon down they're like oh crap it turns out there's like things that could be like watching us that are like going slowly let's change our filter on our radar system they changed the radar system filter and they realized oh my goodness there's a bunch of thingies flying around we got to go shoot them down that's yeah i mean that's that's very fascinating and kyle do you remember when we were watching that one like history channel program about like that was like disproving stuff yes or like and there was like a one on ufos yes how could i forget Yes, of course. And do you remember there was something that looked like a white balloon floating yes, really yes. slowly and they yes. didn't know what it was? Well, yes. I think we know now. Yes, this is a this is such an important this is like so important to me. This has been on my mind for years. Oh. And now we're getting I mean, Are you sad of, are you sad that it's not aliens though? I feel like it's a little disappointing. Um, I may be a little bit relieved. I think aliens are a little scary. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but I mean, I'm curious about this like cylinder item, this cylinder thing that was shot down. That like, they they both American and Canadian authorities said that these these two things that were shot down, two of the things were like cylinders. And it's like okay, so there's been like mystery cylinders floating around our countries for like years now, and y'all just finally shot it down and. I don't know. I'm like, I won't lie. There's definitely a part of me that's a little scared that we're going to see in the headline tomorrow that these cylinders that were shot down had like aliens in them and we killed some aliens. Oh, God. (laughs) That'd be so scary. It's like in the thing where they like find like dead um, alien thingies. Yes, exactly. And and it's going to be like, well, we killed some aliens. Um, and they're like, this is epic. We can study the freaking thingies. And then you know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think probably the most realistic thing here is that like these cylinder things are also spy related and pose. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure. And like, I'm sure they like, I'm sure them being shot down is frankly just political theater, you know? Like yeah, yeah. Justin definitely. Trudeau and Joe Biden knows that shooting stuff down makes them look badass. Um, I mean, I think so. I think it's cool to shoot stuff down as long as they're balloons. <gasps> Sorry. Queering, queering balloons. Oh, I'm the gonna drones, make a parody meme of that. Queer, the queer, drones. We're queering drones. Queering spy balloons. Yeah. Uh, how how spy spy balloons queer surveillance. Oh, I'm going to make a parody meme of that. Mm. Yes. Mm. I've been you, doing Kyle. some I've been doing some research. I've been reading the 
the academic articles. Mm. Yeah. He got that JSTOR subscription. Just kidding. I do. I have balloon set as a keyword. <laughs> he gets an email every time. There's yeah. a new paper. Yep. So kind of weird. I mean, it's, it's a, I, I don't know. Like, I feel, you know, I, I know last week I said I would like a war that was strictly just a war of, like, shooting balloons down and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that'd now be that, awesome. Yeah, but, but now that there's been four things that have been... Sh- yeah, four things shot down in a week. It's like, that's kind of, that's a little bit, like, okay, okay, my anxiety level's like, I was hoping you'd be like one balloon shot down every every six months. Yeah, it's like, why are there so many right now? Yeah. Like, it's so kind of, many. It's like, I mean, it, it kind of, and like, if, if what the Washington Post said is true, that like, they was, there was like, kind of like a filter error in their like, detection signals that like, they tr- turned the filter off and then found a bunch of stuff lying around. It's like, how the hell are we spending so much money on a defense? And, like, that is such a basic thing they're missing. Yeah, I know. I know. Really strange. It is. So, I don't know. Really, really weird. Um, I have no Anywho, words. No words. Well, sorry, aliens. Sorry. Speaking of aliens. <laughs> Speaking of aliens, we have a couple aliens we have to talk about. Mr. Trump and Mr. DeSantis are ch- battling and trolling each the other. The two for ugliest, n- dumbest aliens to ever come to planet Earth. They're not human, so, yeah. Yeah. I actually really love this story. Um, it's fascinating. Yeah. So, there's been, I mean, so actually, so the past few months, according to betting markets and even and polls, it looks like Ron DeSantis has actually come out as the favorite to win the Republican nomination and possibly yeah. even the presidency in 2024. So that's the that's the background. And then we get to some pretty fun stuff on social media. Donald Trump. So lots of people have been saying, don't get your hopes up about Ron DeSantis, because once Trump comes out swinging, as he does like a like a pro, he can absolutely destroy Ron DeSantis because... Trump never misses when he throws punches. For all his flaws, he is quite good at destroying every single enemy that comes in his way. And and um, uh, besides Joe Biden, who who won who won and uh, you know won the election in twenty twenty, which is, anyways, um, so Trump finally threw some punches at Ron DeSantis, and they are pretty hysterical. Because yeah. First, so there was so so Trump is still posting on Truth Social regularly, and he's he's not on Twitter anymore. But basically, everything he posts on Truth Social gets circulated around Twitter, Twitter anyways. And he posted a picture that was of Ron DeSantis as a young man, twenty three years old, I think, is what I read. And he is at a party with a bunch of young girls; their faces are blurred out. And the caption of this photo oh, says. No. Here is Ron De Sanctimonious grooming high school girls with alcohol as a teacher. Oh my god. <laughs> and then and Trump reposted this meme and said, "That's not Ron, is it? He would never do such a thing." And then <laughs> he reposted it again. Uh, this time the caption is this time is the the the, the post that he was reposting said, Ron DeSantis was having a drink party with his students when he was a high school teacher. Having drinks with underage girls and cuddling with them certainly looks pretty gross and ephebophilia-esque. And then Trump reposted this meme saying, no way? <laughs> he said, no way? With a question mark at the end. Oh my God. Yeah. And then the, oh the crazy thing God. is, is after this like one low effort punch, just one low effort punch calling Ron DeSantis a pedophile, Ron DeSantis' Ron chances in the polls, or not in the polls, in the betting markets, plunged. And Trump's skyrocketed. Like, literally, wow. with one, with one stupid <laughs> post. It's like, everyone's like, oh my god, Ron DeSantis is going to be Trump. And then Trump is like, Ron DeSantis is a groomer. And then, boom. Like, yeah, you, you do not underestimate how low Trump is willing to go. He, is not, he has no problem whatsoever calling... You know, his opponents, pedophile groomers, and frankly, you know, the type of people who vote for Trump and Ron DeSantis, the word groomer is like a buzzword that's like a really scary word right now. So you call Ron DeSantis a groomer and then you're not going to vote for Ron DeSantis because these, that's how it works for in, the, in the brains of these people and, and Trump knows. 
And I mean, it's like, it's funny because like you could say the same things about Trump. And Trump is a horrible human. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but the way that he did these posts are like the like the language he like. It's all po- politics aside, and like obviously the horribleness or, or hor- hor- what's the word, the horror of 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 childhood grooming or whatever. Like if that's true, from that all that aside, just the way that Trump articulated his thoughts here is, is very funny. Like the no way question funny. mark. Like, yeah, like, exactly. No way. He's like a walking meme. Yeah, it's so funny because it's like he's the way he's posting it and sharing it. He's like he literally says like DeSantis would never do such a thing as if he's defending Ron DeSantis, but like obviously know, it's very clearly like a like a punch, you know. And can we t- can we talk about um his his tweets about Biden and Jill? Hold on, I actually didn't even look at those. Are the oh first what time. you haven't seen them? I, oh my god! I saw, so I saw funny. some of it. I didn't really look into it. Let me see. Wait, let me. No, I'll look it up for you. All right, yeah. you, you. All right, all right. He he actually praised Biden, and he praised Biden. Um, he said, um, "Here, I got it." Sorry, it's taking a while to load. I'm sorry. Um, he said, um, "Look, he worked hard tonight. It's not a natural thing for him. It was never. It never was, and never will be. But you've got to give him credit for trying." This is his State of the Union speech about his State of the Union speech, by the way. I disagree with him on most of his policies, but he put into words what he felt, and he ended up ge- the he ended up the evening far stronger than he began. Give him credit for that. Many things weren't mentioned that should have been, but that's for another time. I've done. A little clip perhaps you'd like to watch it good night everybody and god bless america and then he did another another tweet uh truth social thing saying he's doing better now far fewer stumbles and then he he said his wife jill is looking lovely tonight in a beautiful purple dress clapping and applauding with great enthusiasm (laughs) yeah I have so, no clue what to make of that. I have no what, clue I know. what to make of that. Like it's it's hilarious. It's it's actually hilarious. Like, yeah, I think it's I mean, really funny. It I, is. I, it's almost like a subtle dig at Biden too, but it yeah. but it's mostly positive. It definitely it's definitely positioned like Trump is like, like the superior. alpha. Yeah, yeah <laughs> who is like giving a compliment to like the inferior weak guy. But yeah. at the end of the day, those were those did sound pretty nice, you know. Um, so I think I don't know. I think you're right. I, I don't. It's it's hard to say if it was meant as a dig, I but really, then like, I think he's like trying to rehabilitate his reputation a little bit. Yeah, you know, this is this Trump. Trump does this quite often, where he he like throws kind of like the like a bone to like moderate kind of ideas and kind of like friendly kind of things and then he'll like go off and do something absolutely insanely terrible far right and stuff i i i don't know if it's intentional if he's actually just an insane dude and his insanity just makes him it's gotta it's gotta be a little bit of both yeah yeah because at the end of the day whatever he meant by it we're talking about it you know what i mean it's true like and i i I wonder like is it a like is it i don't know like is he trying to like I feel like it's a, it's got to be like an anti-DeSantis like policy, like, or not policy, I'm sorry, strategy. Basically like, like, oh my God, Joe, even Joe Biden is better than DeSantis, you know? Yeah. Kind of vibe. Yeah. I'm so, I am just so curious to see how the next year and a half plays out. Like, I agree. I agree. Like, we're rooting, just... we're, we're, we're running for Kamala guys, everyone. We're, we're yeah. going to. Yeah. We're going to be a pro Kamala podcast. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> matter feminism. how this plays out, whether Trump wins, Ron DeSantis wins, Biden wins, no. We got to make sure that at the end, Kamala Harris slides from out of the blue and, and wins the whole election. That's the goal. Yes. It doesn't matter how we get there. We just got to make it happen. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, honestly, what, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, there is no, it's like, how the hell. I don't know. Like, it's I. I can't believe this election is like a year, a year away, and like there's like it's just we're completely in the blind. Like we don't even know if Biden's going to run. I know. I know. I I felt the same way. It was like I when I was like it's now it's 2023. I'm like 
oh my god, like, it's not that far away. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's not. And honestly, it, the the um, primary election, the primary election for um, 2016, when they were trying to figure out who was going to run against Trump, that the primary election by now had already like gotten underway a decent amount. Um, so like really things are going to ramp up really quick. Like there's going to be a lot more people who are jumping in to run as Republicans and we're going to see those debates. I don't know. It's, it's like, I, I really, I really despise Trump so much, but this is the one thing. This is the one silver lining is we get a ton of entertaining, ten, entertainment. Exactly. He's, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. It's just, Yeah. I wish he were more innocently hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. I mean, it's something that Sophie and I were talking about. It's like we don't really know exactly. Like, who would be worse, Ron DeSantis or Trump? It's a really hard question to answer. I I I don't know. I go back and forth. I think I I think I feel like Trump is a little bit worse, but you know, I think we can all agree that Ron DeSantis is, is like a little smarter. But yeah, he, I was thinking the same same thing, but I don't know, just like observing what's going on in Florida is very disturbing. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Not to say that like uh, Trump wouldn't do the same things or hasn't done the same things, but I don't it know. Like, like, have you heard about all those banned books in Florida? Yes, I have. Yeah, there's yeah, like some of them are literally books about like Shabbat. Like like a Jewish holiday. I mean, like not a holiday, but like a Jewish, um, like weekly tradition. Tradition. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not like this is just like this is like not controversial. It should not be controversial. A book about sh- like Shabbat and like Judaism yeah. should not be banned in schools. What the hell? Like that's just insane to me. And. I think this is I at least if I might be wrong, but I think this is like under uh, DeSantis's like government that this yeah, is going well, on. So it is. And it, well, the thing is, is yeah. So my prediction. Also, I'm gonna make like this pre- anti-LGBTQ stuff is like sickening. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I do think so. Trump has come out recently like with like a, a video announcing like extremely anti-trans policies he wants to put yeah, in place. Yeah, I saw that too. But one thing I will say is it seems like Ron DeSantis as a politician has nothing to offer besides really disgusting right-wing cultural issues. And Donald Trump is the master at At least like, with Trump there's going to be some entertainment. I think that's like the be- I if if it goes for Trump versus DeSantis, at least with Trump, maybe there there will be some entertainment. But they're both gonna be like awful. Yeah, no, it's I a, don't know. That's I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of kidding, but um. No, no, it's 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 actually it's a good point. Like if you, it's like who's who's worse? Like, you know. Yeah, no, it's like, and they're both just terrible at that point. It's just yeah, you might as well take the the awful evil human being who at least tells good jokes i guess i don't know i mean yeah, I well, sophie know. and i are it's, we're, it's we're, hard yeah. yeah we'll see though we'll see we'll see how we'll see i don't know it's all it's, it's definitely not as funny this time around as it was back in 2000 um yeah especially 16, with with seeing yeah i think we were all naive and yeah now uh, now it's not as funny this then. time around it's not uh, as funny but um and also it's still i kind think of just funny. It's it's a little funny, but it's it's so concerning just to see this um, era of of transphobia unfold yeah. right now. It and sucks. I I just I really think that in the future we're gonna look back on this this period of American history with such disgust and shock that we could ever be so bigoted and hateful. I think yeah I, I really do. I think we're gonna look back on this with like such shame. I I hope I hope so. I don't know. I just th- I feel like we're living through like a horrible a horrible horrible time a bit like bigotry for for tra- against trans people. Yeah, and it's like no, un- I, it's I, like I, happening right in front of us. Like we're living yeah. through it. It's really scary. Um It's terrifying. 
and we, you know trans people getting murdered all the time it's 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 really disturbing um we so. need to pivot we need to pivot the attention of like right-wing lunatics who are willing to scapegoat anything to win we need to pivot their attention away from trans people and onto gas stoves because yes, yes. even though I hate gas stoves, I would love to have a stupid argument and fight over gas stoves over, than over like trans if people trans people existing. can have yeah. any sort of rights. So everybody go on Twitter, find some insane Trump supporter and try to, you know, kind of like waving a piece of bacon in front of a dog or something, Except you know, try to distract them. With the gas stove debate, so we can please, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, I'm sick and tired of seeing a million articles by right-wing websites about every single little action that every single trans person does and how it's going to come destroy your children or whatever. It's just, we got we to gotta shift away from that however we can. A hundred percent. All right, so are you ready to, to pivot to a completely, un well pretty much unrelated topic um rebecca black lgbtq uh, adjacent right because she's she's queer or lesbian i can't remember what she wait let me look this up actually she's queer she's queer so rebecca yeah, black released an, a new album yeah it's her, rebecca it's her black debut album back. it's her debut mm -hmm. album she's released some eps yeah, uh, obviously yeah. she's she's most famous for her very first debut single out in 2011, Friday. Friday, the, uh, classic. Friday, Friday, classic. Gotta get down on Friday. Yeah, cute yeah. song. Yeah, Everybody you all know it. it. And it seems that she is actually, you know, that was a while back, and and, and she's actually has pivoted in the past few years towards well i know she she was featured in a dorian electra song and yeah seems like she's kind of like hyper pop hyper pop you know she's becoming adjacent a little bit, yeah she, yeah yeah um and i mean she's a pretty funny interesting person on twitter and you know she's 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 i have to say it's pretty impressive that she has managed to work her way into i mean you know I, I, it, it's things have kind of worked out well for Rebecca Black because right now yeah. what's very trendy, what's very trendy right now is like ironic pop music, you know, hmm. like 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 Dorian Electra, Charlie X. Like I feel like a lot of hyper pop, like a hundred Gex. I feel like a lot of these musicians do incorporate elements of irony and humor to an extent in their music, and like Rebecca Black is like Friday. It's like it's like ironically stupid and funny but it's actually like kind of actually a little bit good too you know the song friday yeah is quite no it's it's a, it's iconic like it's yeah. it's it stands the 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 test of time the test of time yeah, yeah it's 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 we all we all love it in a way it's nostalgic yeah. and it's it's fun it's it's cute you know like i think she was like 13 in that you know yeah She's exactly like a young girl like trying to make a song and like I don't know. I th it's very cute. So, so yes, it seems like she's managed to successfully pivot into using her, I guess you could call like social and musical capital into to making like an actual genuine musical career in in the past couple of years. And this is her debut album. And Sophie and I listened. And well, Sophie, what 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 were your what were your thoughts? Well, um, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess like, I, I don't want to be mean to Rebecca cause I, I really, I like her as a person a lot. You know, I, I think she's, yeah, I like her me story. Too. It's interesting and LGBTQ rep of sorts. Um, but yeah. I didn't like the album that much. And I thought, I thought that it was, it was like some basically just like bad or not. It wasn't, it wasn't like bad, bad. It was like mid charlie xcx yeah oh I, I also i just want to throw this in there because i don't think we said it the name of the album if you want to listen to it is let her burn oh yeah Rebecca let her burn Black, which i don't like i don't like the name of the album yeah yeah i i think i i, I definitely agree with you sophie you know it's i wouldn't yeah and you said this too it's not bad you know she has a pretty voice it has solid production. She's, prov she's very proving that, yeah, she can pr she can prove that she's like a real singer and a real musician. Yeah, 
based on this album like if, if if people are like living under a rock and like don't know like what rebecca black is up to you know they remember friday but they yeah. don't really know where she is now um she's like proven that she can make like you know decent music which is which i i would like to applaud her for that um but yeah. i think the problem with this album is is it's like i've listened to this album a hundred times not not like actually this album but i've heard like very similar music a million times and i just don't i don't know i don't feel like it's very interesting or distinct yeah it's extremely run-of-the-mill extremely generic it's very very much just you know picking and picking out little trendy things charlie xcx and uh you know pink pantheress and just kind of putting it together in a generic electropop album and you know what that's still, like you said, it's still, there's still something kind of impressive about it that she was able to, like, pivot to this, put this together. She does have objectively a good voice. It's just, you know, you, as a pop singer, having a good, having a good voice isn't enough. You have to have, yeah. like, real personality and charisma come through, you know? And I think she has that, too. I just, I don't think it came out through the music. Yeah, exactly. I think she played it very, very safe here. Um,. But yeah, I, mean, I wasn't that's... a fan of the lyrics either. Yeah, I didn't think it. I just I don't know. It reminded me of like some parts reminded me of like Taylor Swift mid midnights, which is not a good thing. By the <laughs> not way. a sure good some thing. Of you were like, yeah. yeah, to me, it's not a good thing. Yeah, Taylor Swift is known for her um, bad lyrics, special lyrics. So she has special lyrics. Yeah. So. um not a huge fan of, of of it but you know i think i i don't want to give up on her i think that she could you know make some great music in the future um she clearly has she, she has, has like she has something she has yeah, something she does she she's she's got a a personality she's got charisma i think online you know like she's yeah, exactly. she has something she's she's clearly I don't know. I think she's meant to be a pop star. I do. But um, I think that the next album, I, I hope it's more personal or indistinct or interesting. Yeah. Um, take some more risks. Yeah. Take some risks. Yeah. I, I would agree. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Like Friday were, was a risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday was a risk and it paid off, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, big time, big time. It, it's great. Um, so, yeah, not a huge fan. Uh, there was maybe like a couple songs I thought were like, you know, kind of catchy, like a little bit, but I wouldn't like listen to it again. And mm -hmm. I didn't think the lyrics were good. So <sighs> it's definitely better than A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's, that's true. We got to remember like what's popular right now. A, B, C, D, yeah. E, F, U and uh, uh, Unholy by Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Okay, so. I will say this. I will say uh, Rebe Rebecca Black's new album is is definitely better than those two songs combined. Um, so in a way, maybe it's you know maybe it's a step in the right direction for the punk revolution. Punk revolution, but it's very so. very tiny, tiny, tiny step. A little Barbie step. We're we are rooting for Rebecca Black. She has a special place in our hearts because of Friday, and I don't know. I would give this album if I had to rate it probably like a. Somewhere between a five, maybe like a five out of ten, six out of ten. If I'm feeling on a, like on yeah. a good day, yeah, that's fair. You know? That's fair. Just because you know, I'm not a huge fan of the genre, and it feels like a very run of the mill album within the genre of electropop. So, well said. Yeah. All right. Um, what a what a week for news, huh? Yeah. God. Intense stuff. I feel I this was a, this was a lot. So. Thanks so much yeah. for listening, and if you made it this far, good for you. Um, yeah, thanks everybody. Thank you we for really, listening. Really, you know, we're we're getting some really nice. You know, we're seeing now uh, that our, people are actually running into our podcast now on the Spotify algorithm. It's being Yay. recommended to people, so th that's all of your awesome help for rating, reviewing, whatever you yes, know, thank listening, you so much. subscribing. It's paying off. We really, really appreciate it. We do all this stuff for free. We don't ask for any any yeah. you know, money or donations or whatever. We yeah. love doing it. Thank and we you love you so for much. listening. So thank you. And um, follow us on Instagram, Joan Avarka for Sophie, and I am Punk Revolution Now. And thanks for listening. Based, Based News, News Network. Network. Bye.